to be like Jesus. You know, we turn around in our walk in our lives, we need to understand what we really need to do. And the only way we know how to walk with Jesus is what he done and how he done it and why he done it. We've got a couple t-shirts up here. We did this about, I guess, 15, 18 years ago. It might have been 20 years ago, Eric. 20 years ago. So we made the t-shirts, and it's got the fruit of the Spirit on the back of it, and it tells us to be like Jesus. And we turn around, and sometimes we forget about things, or we look at things a little bit different, or... We don't really get down deep. We just got done reading this as our, our thought of the day, our scripture reading. And, you know, you turn around and Jesus went to Paul's house. And he saw his grandma, I mean the mother-in-law, sick. So he turned around and touched her. And she got up and even fixed her, went to work with her and fixed some meals. That's a beautiful thought. But also, after that was done, he went and healed the sick. He turned around and ran demons out of people. He was just doing things at all times to to further his work. I hope I do this right. There was a man, what was, I'm looking here, and he was... uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sitting there looking at the thing, and, and you know me. I turn around and freeze up. But there's a man what was paralyzed. And he went to this pool. This pool was visited by an angel. And what they would do is the angel would come a certain time of year and stir this water. Okay? And then the people, the person, the first one down in would be treated and, and, and be healed. Well, there's this one man, him being as bad as he was, he couldn't get down into, he had no help to get down into the water. And then when he would just try to get down in there, somebody else would cut in front of him or go in front of him and be healed. Well, when Jesus came to him, he asked him what he was doing, and he was, they went and told, talked about it. And Jesus looked at him and said, be healed. And he was healed. In John 6, 3 through 16, and I know I should have marked them lines. Let me do it this way. I always mess up when I try to go by these things, and you all know that the problem I have. 
Jesus Christ went out so many times. I cannot count the amount of times he went into places. He would find somebody if they was blind. If they was blind, he would touch them and they could see. It talks about one of the things, the guy was blind since for 38 years, and he turns around and he spits and makes some mud and puts it on his eyes and times they go worse. And he was healed. There's so many places that Jesus Christ did to help heal the sick, to run demons out of people, to do these things. So what happened? What, what, what really happened here? What did Jesus Christ do? That is the question. What did he do? He healed these people. He, they, he knew what was wrong with them and what they needed to have, and he healed them. But why? Is it to make a name for himself? You have to realize that everything that Jesus Christ done, he done out of love. Everything he done, he done because of love. He loves us so deeply, we cannot imagine the passion that he has for each and every one of us. He done what that person needed, that person needed to be able to see, or that person needed to, to be able to walk. The things that he done, these are things he done to help them. But he done them because he loved that person so much that he made these miracles happen. You know, we say it's a miracle and and you have to forgive me. It's not, we think of it as a miracle because we can't do it. There's no way that we could do it, but Jesus Christ could. And he did. All he had to do was think about it and it was done. All he had to do was touch and it was done. But let me ask you a question. On the other hand, the love that Jesus Christ has for each and every one of us, this is something he has to have in him. He has to grab hold of this and make it. It's not like he could touch somebody and he's all of a sudden he loves. This is something that's down deep in his soul. That he loves us so much that he does this for us. Our life is truly filled with things that we need to do. When we do something, when we go out door knocking, when we go out door knocking, the love needs to be there, needs to show. When we walk up to that person and hand them that door knocker, we need to show them the passion that we have, the passion that we love them enough to do this, that Jesus Christ loved them enough to save their lives as all they have to do is repent and be baptized and follow his commandments. So when we walk up to that door and knock on it, let them see that. We turn around, we send flyers out, welcoming people to, new people to our area. We send them out. When we make them out, when we sign them names, when we put the stamp on it, we should be doing it in love, complete love like he has for us. Wanting them people to understand what he brings us. 
how he feels about us, how he cares for us, and what he will do for us. When we're down, sometimes we sit there and we don't go to Christ and say, Lord, help me. We sit there and try to do it ourselves. Why do we do that? We've got somebody who will help us every walk of the way because he loves us. The, I'm going to have Eric, because I've already messed up on the other reading, so I'm going to have Eric read the, the first commandment. The greatest commandment. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. Matthew 22, 37 through 38. Now this is not a love like I love my pizza or love, I love my car. I love my puppy dog. This is a deep love that we need to have all the way to our soul. Our soul needs to be able to feel that love and be able to give that love to others. They need to be able to see this love before that way they can see how we feel and say, Hey, I want to feel that. I want to feel that love. And give them the compassion to find out what's going on. Eric? And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Matthew 22, 39 and 40. This is so beautiful what he's asked us to do. Because you know, when we love our neighbors like this, we love ourselves like this. We bring ourselves up and we feel good deep down that we can bring or be able to even just talk to somebody about the Lord Jesus Christ. We get high off of that. We feel good because we have bringing him his word. Gary? Third command. A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. John 13, 34, and 35. When you talk to people with that passion, they can see the love what's in you. They will want to have that kind of love and they want to know where it came from. And they will find that answer. They will search for it. Will they do it the first time? We don't know. Will they do it the second time? We don't know. Will it be 30 times? We don't know. And we pray that they find this answer before Judgment Day. Before they pass away. Because what we have to offer, what Jesus has, Christ has to offer each and every person in this world is salvation. Eric? Fourth command. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. When we love somebody and we want them to understand that love and to love Jesus Christ, I think it's a very important thing that we got to remember. We can't just say, well, love Jesus Christ. We need to teach him, them, each and every one, the commandments he has. 
For they know how to walk. They know how to be saved. They know how to be that disciple of Christ. And we have a responsibility to ourselves and everybody else to be study and get strong on that point and bring it to other people. You know, when we do these things, we become a disciple of Christ. We become what we always wanted. We will feel what we need to feel. We will know where to go when things are going wrong. Sometimes you'll go door knocking. You won't get any response. None at all. You might went to hundreds of doors and knocked on them. And sometimes when you do that, you feel like you failed. It didn't do any good. Why am I doing this? Okay? Why are you doing it? Because Jesus Christ asked us to go out and spread the word. He asked us to do that. So we have done this. And guess what? We have made him happy that we done his commandment. We not, might not get any response right away or maybe never on it. I don't know. We really don't. But we do know one thing. He's asked us to do it. We've done it. He's happy that you've done what he's asked us to do. His commandments is what we need to do. No matter what it, we feel, well, we did, this didn't work, or that didn't work, or the letters didn't work, it doesn't matter. We want them to work, yes. But we want to do what Jesus Christ asked us to do. We want to follow in his footsteps. This is what he done. This is what we should do. Eric. John 14, 21. Whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Could you ask for anything more? Could anything get better than that? To be loved by Jesus Christ... Be loved by his Father. Be with him forever. And like I said, this is a passion. This is not just a little love pizza. This is something you feel deep down in your heart. And when you go to talk about Jesus, sometimes you get choked up. Sometimes you say, I just, I, get, I can't talk. I, that feeling is just overwhelming. And that's the feeling you need to have. And he'll give you that. He gives that through you, through the Holy Spirit. When you got baptized, what did you get? You got the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you. Sometimes we don't do what the Holy Spirit asks us to do, or, or what we know that it's the nine things. We don't do that. 
Why? Because we're thinking of the world. We're not thinking of the Spirit. We're not asking the Spirit to get into our lives and work in us to make us a better person. We need to drive for that. We need to be the best we can. We need to let Jesus Christ know that we love Him and we love Him with a passion that cannot be written. Just like try to be like Him and have that passion. Think about it, folks. Think about each and everything that we do every time we walk with Jesus. Every time we walk down the street, every time we talk to somebody, every time we turn around and have to deal with our children, every time we have to deal with people. You know, we turn around and we need compassion. People will do things and say things in anger, and we need to step back. It tells us in James to. Turn around and be uh, fast to listen and slow. Quick to listen, slow to speak. Thank you, sir. Slow to become We need to be that type of people because that's what Jesus Christ was us. You know, what? if we turn around and every time we've done something wrong, Jesus goes, I can't believe you've done that. I just wasn't thinking. Well, think! Not that anybody did, did he? No, he loved us enough to listen to us. Know that we're having problems or we're in a place where it's dark. So what do we need to do? Instead of making it darker, we need to make it lighter. We need to let them see that we understand you're having a problem. But let me help. Not let me hurt more. We need to show that love like Jesus Christ told us to show that love for they can see Christ in us. And they say, why would you do that? It's because God asked me to. Because I love God with that passion and he loves me with that passion. That's why I've done it. And someday I hope that you can understand that love. I hope you can understand that passion. I truly believe, without a shadow of a doubt, that the commandments is the hardest one that we have. Is love. Because it's, we're surrounded by things. With, it, it, the world is just closing in on us at times and we're just hurting. It's so hard to have that type of love. But that's what we as Christians have to work on. We gotta look back, we gotta step back. We gotta step back before we say something and think about it. Because when we give that the you know how the old saying goes, well, count to ten before you answer. 
Don't count to ten before he answered. Think about what the Spirit would want us to do. That's what we need to do. What would the Spirit want us to handle this? How would he want us to handle this? How would Christ want us to handle this? And that's how we handle it. Not of the world, but of him. I wrote this down where it talks about love and the different things that uh, we have. And then I got to thinking about it. And I said, wait a minute. This is it. Eric? Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there's no law. We've got this in us. We've been baptized. We have been gave that Holy Spirit. These things are in us. All we got to do is bring them out. Trust the Holy Spirit. Think about what he wants us to do and act upon that. Not act upon what the world would want or would do. Don't let us catch us in that weak moment. Every time, think about that before we answer. Be slow to answer. And you will come up with the right answer. This day we've talked about what would Jesus do. We've talked about to be like Jesus. We talked about love and caring and the Holy Spirit. If you haven't been baptized and you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and you want to be baptized, you want to know and understand and have that Holy Spirit working in your life and you haven't been baptized if you want to take this time right now, come up as Eric sings this song. And if there's anything that you need mentioned, that Eric take her. Thank you. <laughs> 